This episode is brought to you in part by Wholehearted Love, a new book by Caleb and Stephanie Rouse. Overcome the barriers that hold you back in your relationships with God and with others and delight in feeling safe, seen, and loved with Wholehearted Love. For more information, go to Tyndale.com. Welcome back to the Build a Better Us podcast. The president of Build a Better Us, B.J. Thompson, and licensed therapist John J.P. Parker are about to discuss spiritual, relational, and personal development from a refreshing perspective. Be sure to stay tuned to the end to find out how you can become a part of the BBU Nation. But for now, we hope you enjoyed this conversation with BJ and JP. Hello, everybody. I'm John Parker. And I'm BJ Thompson. And this is the Build a Better Us podcast. Today, we are talking part two of hashtag life goals. Yay. In the first Yay. part, we gave y'all, you know, like some game, some information, some successes and fails that we had or are currently experiencing while we are preparing our, our life goals, setting our life goals. And this time we kind of want to give you just more practical stuff of what it looks like um, when you're setting life goals and ways in which you can kind of ascertain whether or not your life goals are propelling you in the right direction. Does that, does that sound fair, sir? It does. And in the last episode, we covered a couple of things. We covered the fact that JP was entertaining becoming a little bishop. And <laughs> I myself, right, with uh, no with jeans. I don't know how this all turned into jeans. Uh-huh. Um, and I myself forsook jeans to wear mm-hmm. cargo pants. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Definitely. In the effort to become someone else's life goals. And so yeah. I think in last episode, we really tried to emphasize the idea that you can easily be entangled in another's life goals. Okay. And that yep. until you know who you are, you'll find yourself always in a situation where you need validation or when you don't get that validation, the things that you potentially need to be pursuing you will not pursue because the people you've given permission towards or surrendered your will towards are not approving all the things in the direction that you need to go. And so yeah. I think in this episode, I'd love to talk practical, but I'd love to talk about some of the ways that we failed practically in pursuing life goals. I, I'll start with me because, you know, oftentimes we start out with JP. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, you're welcome. So you're kind, absolutely welcome. So kind. I am a Dallas native, not a Cowboy fan or a hater. Um, went to the University of North Texas, but in order to get to the University of North Texas, I had to take a little thing called the SAT and the ACT. Okay. Right? Okay. And this is a state-required test that gives you permission into a university. Okay? Mm-hmm. Well, I grew up in Dallas, Texas. I grew up in an under-resourced school. Mm-hmm. where they just kind of said, hey, the test on Saturday, show up and finish your test, right? That's it. No preparation, mm-hmm. no classes, right? right? The, you know the shock that I felt when I realized that people were actually reading books and preparing for this test? Do you know I was Yikes. I've been absolutely shocked by this, right? Yikes. Yikes. Yeah. So what I proceeded to do, I will... Uh, is this a safe space for me to share? Can I share what I need to share? It may be. Here's I can't safe? promise. I can't promise. But uh, so far, no, no, is, no. I is, need to know is. before I say this, right? You're good. You're good. So the day before the test, the Friday before the test, 
some friends and I, some colleagues and I, um, decide to partake in a um, a gathering, okay. and that gathering is extremely exciting. And it was, you know, twenty minutes off from where the destination for the testing spot. Well, okay. one turned to two, two turned to three in the morning, three in the morning turned to four, four turned to five, and turned into six in the morning. Okay, and we are leaving this gathering, <laughs> um, having gone to school the day before. Yeah partied all night. And so what I did was I ended up um, stumbling in. I said, oh, wow, six in the morning. Uh-huh. The test is at 730. Uh-huh. So we drove to the school and um, slept, right? Okay. Got up. Yeah, I know it's, it's embarrassing. Uh-huh. I feel judged right here, bro. Like uh-huh. I didn't judge you with the bishop jeans with no hey. bishop jeans hey. on. I'm, I'm cool, bro. I'm cool. I ain't got nothing to say. Okay. Okay. So I show up to this test, ACT, SAT. And uh, it's, well, how long is the test? A four-hour test? Something like that. No, it's a long time. I took it in 30 minutes. Right? Oh, no. Nah, bro. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. This is the true story. No, I did. No. I took it in 30 minutes, right? No. <laughs> Let me tell you. Untrue lies. False, <laughs> Let, me tell. Let me tell you the life goals, right? <laughs> that was the pattern. And let me tell you why. Because I knew because of how high I was in, in my GPA and my position in the school, I had automatic admission into a university, right? I had automatic admission into a state school. Okay, so uh-huh. all I needed to do was to complete the test, right? Yeah. And so I began to build my life goals around, man, what is the the least amount of effort I can give in order to accomplish the goal that I have, right? Mm-hmm. Fast forward, get to the university. I've already finessed. This is an urban word, just simply means okay. just to kind of hustle your way through, to manipulate your way through. I finesse my way through all of these things from high school to tests to SAT, ACT. Mm-hmm. And I think, well, I'm just going to keep this this up yeah. when I get to school. Yeah. The first two semesters, it clicks on me. Mm. Oh, my gosh. I'm underprepared and I can't finesse this thing. Right, So we're talking life goals now, right? Mm-hmm. I, I believe that college was important, but because I was attempting to complete college ba- with basic intuition and not intentionality, uh-huh. I found myself dropping out of school at least four times, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. So much so that by the time I graduated, I was already a six-year senior on a fast track. What what do I mean with all of this? <laughs> you can't complete life gold by winging it, right? Yeah, yeah. And what I found in my life is that I thought, oh, life goals, cool. Major things, cool. Let me just wing it to this. What have been some moments where you found yourself with a very clear life goal and you tried to finesse or to try to wing it? Go ahead, JP. Um, every day. Um, You're so dumb. You're so dumb. I'm. I'm just. I'm just. You know. I'm just trying to be honest about the situation that I find myself in. Life go finesse, and I. The. I, I mean, I. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
I I mean, definitely <laughs> like. Come on, man! You sound like you're uh, lost for words. You convicted? What are you? No, nah, I just I'm trying not to. <laughs> All right, well, listen, we just go in there. Um, I think the the most blatant areas. Well, I'm gonna do this before I go in on myself completely. I I'll start with something a little lighter. So one of the places that that I did that I think that was the most impactful on where it ended up getting me uh, was my music career, if you want to call it that, right? In my music career, I started off as a producer, you know, quote unquote, everybody's producer because they can make beats, they got a program and therefore they're Fruity Loops or some other program. Now all of a sudden they're a producer, right? Because they can make beats. Uh, I was an engineer simply because of the fact that I was recording uh, voices and sounds and instruments uh, via computer and some microphones, right? That makes you an engineer. Um, so to some extent, uh, before I moved to Atlanta, I had established myself in Oakland as a engineer and producer, um, which, you know, wasn't necessarily untrue because I did, I went to school for music and recording industry studies and I did produce a song. I did register with like BMI, which is the, okay, the, you know, the entity that makes sure you're getting your checks and your royalties and all that other stuff. But to call myself a producer and to call myself an engineer was a bit of a stretch only because the stuff in the projects I worked on were in the, the, the hall of my, the hall of my church. Um, and then maybe some stuff at home that I did. I mean, I was recording audio. I was making songs. I was putting them up on MySpace and, you know, SoundClick and all these other places that existed. But when I moved to Atlanta um, and, I, and I met some friends of yours and mine, uh, Lecrae and Show Baraka and all these other guys, Ben Washer, I was able to land a role um, that I may not necessarily um, should have had. Now, I won't say that I, I didn't do work, I didn't do my job, and I wasn't skilled at what I did. I just think that because of the finesse game, and the because finesse of the game mouth, was strong. Yeah, the was finesse strong. game was strong with this one. Go ahead. Right, right. And the mouthpiece that I had, I just think that they they gave me a position that may have been stronger suited for somebody else, um, mm. just in terms of final product they they wanted. Now, I don't know. No one ever told me. Uh, no one ever had a conversation with me. Nobody ever said I didn't do my job. I got my checks. No, none, of, none of that stuff was a problem. Um, I just think that because somewhere in my world, I wanted to be this guy. Um, I perceived that I was this guy. I led on to others that I was this guy. And because of the mm. finesse game, uh, I landed in a position that maybe should have gone to somebody else. But maybe not. Maybe it was part of God's plan. Who knows? But it's one of those things where it could have backfired on me and I could have played myself um, and it could have went real wrong, but it didn't. You know what I'm saying? And it, yeah. it, it, it worked out. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm grateful for that. But I know plenty of people have done the same thing and it backfired on them and it didn't, didn't work out so well. Yeah, so essentially you were doing a couple of beats on SoundCloud and yeah. then once you met a major record deal, a major record label, you kind of exaggerated the work you had done. You know, you probably had a couple of streams, about 50 streams or so, but because it was registered through BMI, it mm -hmm. looked more legit than what it was. And you find yourself in a major position where you were no longer able to fabricate the notion that mm -hmm. you were a successful producer. Is that what I'm hearing you say? 
uh, that was a lot of shade, bro. Like I don't, I don't really know how I feel about you. I don't know how I feel about you as a person uh, right now. I don't, I I don't know. I was in a lot of shade. I, listen, I was just trying to make plain for the listeners what you said. How is this shade? I, I, I thought we was friends. I thought we was friends, bro. I thought we, I thought we were better than this. <laughs> uh, you created a page. When, listen, nobody knows what MySpace is. Listen, MySpace <laughs> has been gray for a long time. <laughs> R.I.P. Right, Snapchat. Right. I mean, R.I.P. Vine. R.I.P. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll roll so with that. That's that, what that, I heard that, you that's saying. Fair. That's that's fair. That's fair. Your assessment of what I said is fair. I'll, that is okay. great. I thank appreciate you. it. Thank you. Yeah, no, and thank I, you. I think what we're trying to say to the people is sometimes that in order to pursue your life goals, sometimes we can exaggerate where we are and where we think we are. And it's because it's it's the age of saying, I got there real quick. Um, or I, I did this overnight. It's the viral age, right? And so, you know, when you look at this, and, and I think you made a great point, JP, when you said it wasn't until I was in the position that it really became clear that I could no longer take shortcuts towards the endeavor of my life goals, right? Right, right. And so part of this idea of being um, in line with your life goals is the unwillingness not to learn how to work smarter, but the unwillingness to take shortcuts towards the endeavors that will ultimately only put you in more pressured positions, right? So, you know, myself being a communicator and a speaker, and that sounds great on paper, right? Yeah. Until someone begins to buy into the notion, oh, okay, you're a speaker, come, and we have you know, 5,000 people we want you to share with. Now, listen, that sounded good on the resume. Right, right. Right? But now that I have a clock, now that I have an intended message, uh, a a topic and a message, now that I have an audience that I'm speaking to, and, and then my livelihood is on the line, now it really puts to the test either my preparation or my lack thereof. And so, what I, th- I think part of what we're saying is, though you may differ from your life goals, from those who who potentially have just said, "Hey, just follow me in the, you know, in the non-jean wearing community." If you want to be a little bishop, or you want to wear, <laughs> I want to get on me too, and they, uh, you want to wear uh-huh. um, cargo pants. Though you may emulate, or you differ, or you veer from those who kind of assume you should pursue their life goals. It's not a shortcut. You don't have the capacity to take a shortcut in your life goals because it's always going to show itself later. How have you seen people take shortcuts, JP, in your practice? And how does it come back to bite them later by attempting to take shortcuts in their life goals? I mean, you've already said it in a sense that when you get to a place because of the finesse or because of you creating workarounds when you actually have to perform, you can't. Um, hmm. And that can be, I've seen it pop up in marriages. I've seen it pop up in parenting. Um, I've seen it pop up in, of course, workplace issues that people have. I see it in relationships. Um, it's hmm. almost like we talked about. And situationships uh, too. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we, we, we just, <laughs> here you go. Uh, it's it's popped up. Um, like we talked about before, don't believe the the profile. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, don't believe the bio. You know, you're on these apps and the people are saying X, Y, and Z. Then when you show up, you're not everything that your, your profile says. You, you, you messed up. Um, mm. Or, you, you know, and so I think that 
the, the, the biggest piece is just a matter of like, man, like it's one thing like, hey, these are the things that I've done. If we're talking about me and my, you know, my, my record industry situation, like, hey, these are the things I've done on the production side, on the engineering side. Uh, I'm a work in progress. I'm always learning. I'm really ready to, to grow in my skill set as opposed to being like, no, I got this. I'm the man. You know what I mean? Mm. Like those are two different approaches. Um, and so the shortcut is, is saying, oh, yeah, I'm the man in, in the, the, the life goals of, hey, I'm trying to be a producer. I'm trying to be an engineer. Uh, the way you should go about it is the humble route of, hey, man, I, I, there's some things I still can learn. Um, I may not know what those things are yet because we haven't faced those 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 things. Uh, but, you know, I'm an open book and I'm ready to go. Good. Yeah, I, I love this idea of trying to create shortcuts in your life goals. You are unable to do so. And I'm, I'll say this, when you do it, when you try to, because we live in an era that loves to go viral, right? Like right. we have now equated success with attention and yeah. the more people have attention on us now it's clearly we're successful now here's the problem with trying to gain all of your life goals overnight what yeah. happens when you get everything that you think you should right uh-huh. in a moment then you realize you have to sustain it over a duration of time yeah see right yeah this is why taking shortcuts is always the worst route towards a life goal. Because it's okay, it's easy to try to maintain it in a moment, right? Because it happened in a moment, you, you can just maintain it in a moment. Well, anything that you gain in a moment that you haven't prepared for, you will also lose in a moment. Right. Right. Right, right. Because you don't know the working pieces that would lead towards that. And so one of the disadvantages I see with trying to finesse or take shortcuts towards the thing that you're passionate about is let's say you get that big break. Let's say you get that feature on that, you know, show and they yeah. need you to, to bring some more production. Now, because you don't really understand production, you're what we call, we used to call a one hit wonder. You remember this? Right. Yeah, right? Y'all remember sure. One Hit Wonders? For well, sure, it, for sure. And maybe, do, do the audience know about One Hit Wonders? We still talk about One Hit Wonders? Uh, I mean, I'm like most artists that are, well, I won't say that. I won't be the shady guy. But there's a lot of uh, One Hit Wonders, i.e. people who have a nice hot fire single. Uh, yes. It's on the radio. It's jamming. I mean, like Lil Duval. Like Lil Duval and... No, and no, no, no. Duval, if you're listening to this right now, this is JP saying. No, no, no. What I'm saying is I don't think he intended on making an album, right? He was just made a funny song. Uh, I'm sure he thought it was amazing. And I don't think he plans on being an artist. Like, he's a difference between, like, somebody that's actually trying to be in the business. Like a Soldier Boy, right? So Soldier Boy, I only remember one song, and that was Superman. You know what I'm saying? I don't even know if the real if that was the name of the song. But, you know, he made all that money because that was ringtone days and back and all that other stuff. But he's since put out other stuff, and I don't think anybody knows any other songs that he's made besides Crank That Soldier Boy, Crank That, you know what I'm saying, or however that song, you know what I'm saying? So Lil Duval on the other end was like, yo, like I made gold and I'm actually touring and selling out arenas for this one song. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and so I think I'm just saying that there's a level of one hit, one hit wonder when you're serious about your craft or trying to be serious about your craft, but you're just not good. And another one where you're like, yo, I'm just going to do this because this is my lane and it's about to make me a mint. I was just since you asked for the description of the one hit wonder, I just went into the oh, longest. No, that's details. good. That's good because I didn't even know what. I mean, you you gave much of a academic uh, description and not what, but essentially uh -huh. the one hit wonder is 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 really what you're saying is the idea 
that you did it, it blew up and you don't know how it works, right? And so yeah. here's a problem with trying to take shortcuts is that let's just say it hits. Now you need to sustain it and you don't know how it works, right? And I'll say right. something else to that is that we are so infatuated with looking around at others in their lane that we can't focus on what we have in front of us in our lane, right? Right. And right. so what, what I would say is you have to begin to narrow down your passion to begin to be to operate out of not just awareness, but out of conviction. And then that conviction leads you to activity and activity lead to sacrifice. What do I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. So let's just say myself is say I'm a speaker. OK, if I'm a speaker, there shouldn't be any way I'm not reading speakers every day. There right. shouldn't be any it, there shouldn't be any reason why I'm not I'm not watching other speakers. There's not a reason why I should be so distracted with things in my life that it hinders me from privately practicing. I had a good yeah. uh, a mentor and a role model, and he would say, as a communicator, he said, either you're going to sweat now or you'll sweat later. Right. 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 <laughs> Which is right. a really profound thing to say about public communication, because what it means is if you don't put in the work when no one's looking, yeah. you'll find that when they are looking, you'll be extremely ashamed and embarrassed because you didn't, right? And so this whole generation that desires to be something overnight, where you close your eyes, wake up, and the person you admire has brought attention to your work, what I would encourage us to do is to realize finessing, taking shortcuts in those things, Mm -hmm. only make it more difficult when you have more pressure on you, because then the pressure exposed, you ever heard the saying, Pressure bus pipes. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. So literally you realize it's pressure meeting un- a lack of preparation that begins to crush you and to deviate you from your life goals. What are some ways that people can begin to prepare to pursue their life goals? Um, practically, JP. Yeah. What are some ways you've helped clients or yeah, what are some ways that you see? Man, this is how you can even begin that journey. Of pursuing your life goals without finessing, I think, bro, without finessing, that's a, an excellent like qualifier. <laughs> um, but you know, but it's funny though. So like finessing on some levels can get you in those doors. You know what I'm saying? So where you can grow, which would happen for me. But sometimes finessing can set you up for the fail. I was just me kind of cl- trying to clean up my image that you tarnished in the beginning. But anyway, so um, knowing yourself <laughs> versus the culture around you, um, and I'll go back to the to the music thing. Knowing yourself. Versus the culture around you, life goals. Mm. So when I was producing, my affections and my affinity was for more like a drum and bass sound, uh, electronic music, uh, EDM, uh, if you will. And because I grew up in the community and the environment I grew up in, I assumed that my way of making it was to produce R&B and hip hop sound, you know, Mm. Um, and so oftentimes the music that I was producing wasn't matching the clientele or even the stuff because, you know, I was going to be a rapper too, right? Um, so the sonically, the genre of music that I should have been in because of the type of music I wanted to make, I wasn't doing that because I was too busy caught, being caught up in the culture that was around me. So around me, I needed to be a rapper or I needed to produce R&B music. But on the inside, I, you know, I was fine with, you know, 
with with doing electronica, with doing or electronic music, doing EDM, uh, doing drum and bass, um, because that's that was just where my skill set was. And so when you're not um, when you don't know yourself enough, when you don't know your own skill sets enough, and you're too busy looking at what's popular or looking at what other people are doing that's making them popular or where the fame may be, um, then that's Good. when you're, you're not setting true life goals that are applicable to you. Good. That's so good. I, you know, one of the things that I do with clients is our first conversation often revolves around having them explain them to them, right? And and this is kind of the saying is that if you, to, to the degree that you can explain you to you, will be to the degree that you can express yourself joyfully within the world, right? But the opposite is just as true. JP, right. to the degree that you are unable to explain you to you, right? will be to the degree that you're unable to express yourself joyfully in the world. So then I ask a person, how much joy are you experiencing? And right. they say, mm, not a lot. And so why do you think that is? And they will linger and they'll hold and then it'll finally hit them. Oh my gosh. In all of this thing, my biggest issue is I can't clearly explain who I am, not to others, but to myself. Right? Right. right. And so when right. you say knowing thyself is a key to enacting your life goals, it's actually the key. Is that if you right. don't know yourself... You, of course you take on someone else's life goals. Of course you'll find yourself in situations and circumstances where you dread right. and you become bitter. Of course you in in unhealthy spiritual environments that make you wear no jeans and you can't put on Levi's. Of course you're in a situation. <laughs> of course you're in a yeah. situation where you're in cults or your your right. mama and your daddy are still telling you how to dress and where to go to school and where to work. Of course you're in those situations because at the core of it all, you can't explain you to you and therefore you don't know where to place your flag in the ground when it's all said and done, right? And so what I would say practically, the way that you do so, and this is what I help clients with, is a couple of things. It's the whole nature and nurture piece. Right. Nature is who you would be simply because of your genetics, where you were, yeah. where your, your parents are and who they are. Would you just be funny, empathetic, sympathetic, inquisitive, all those things you would be no matter where you're born in the world. Right. And right. that's just your nature. It doesn't really matter. It's not prejudice. It's not predicated on anything. It's who you would be anyway. But right. your nurture is somewhat different. Nurture has to do with three elements of life. Nurture has to, is comprised of your family of origin. We talk about this, right? People downplay their family of origin. Your family of origin it has, plays a significant role in the things you are nurtured towards. Um, it also encompasses your environment. Did you grow up in a community of war? Did you grow up in the suburbs? Did you grow up in a situation where you were abused? It's your environment. It's Whatever right. your environment was. The last thing in terms of nurture is the idea of what decisions did you personally make? Right? right. When yeah. you can articulate the genetic things that make you you, your family of origin, 
your environment, your yeah. home environment, shaping environment, and then the decisions that you've made up until this point, you'll get closer to being able to explain you to you and then begin to express yourself joyfully within the world. What's some some more practical things as we close, JP, that you would encourage people as they seek to pursue life goals? What's some more practical things that, that people can do, our listeners can do? Having an honest assessment of the skills uh, you possess, not by yourself you only, but by those in your circle as well. So if you are unable to see that, hey, you don't need to be producing R&B and hip hop tracks, you should at least be able to have people in your circle that can say, hey, that you will go to, right? First, you have to be honest and humble enough to go to people and say, hey, this is what I'm doing. What do you think about this? Mm. And you need to not have just yes men, and maybe you need to get a life coach or someone that's a uh, that doesn't have a, a heartstring attached to you um, that will say, mm. hey, being honest and, and assessing the skills that you have or what you're trying to do, this doesn't seem like something you need to be doing. Or they Good. can say, hey, maybe if you perfected it a little bit more before you brought it to the masses. Or they can say, hey, um, maybe there's an educational route that you can take to help you get better at this. You know, they, 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 if they can offer suggestions. But basically, you have to be able to honestly assess the skills that you have. But even more so, you need to have those people around you that can honestly assess those skills uh, and keep those people in your circle. Good. Good. Those are some great things. What happens when you get stuck and you need some more personal attention? What are some ways people can pursue some personal attention? Yeah, I think uh, the biggest thing that probably would be of the most help would be uh, to go to buildabetterus.com and uh, find some life coaching there. Um, It's under the tab that is titled... Get involved. uh, Book coach. Yeah, get it. Yeah, and get involved. uh, Yep, and they go down to get involved and there's a tab that says coaching. And right there, you'll find a coach. Yes, sir. Because our desire is to help you become a better you so that we can become a better us. Thank you for tuning in to the Build a Better Us podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, or wherever podcasts are played. You too can become a part of the BBU Nation today by continuing these discussions on social media. Be sure to go like our Facebook page, Follow us on Twitter at Build a Better Us and on Instagram at BBU Social. To keep up with other exciting events and resources, visit our website at buildabetterus.com. On behalf of the entire BBU team, we'll see you next time on the Build a Better Us podcast.